check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. And welcome back to the podcast. This is Dummy with the Details, and I'm your host, Nate. And I'm here with my co-host, Sadie. Hi, guys. All right. So this week, we got a uh, special podcast. These podcasts are probably my favorite podcast to do, uh, just because it touches on a lot of uh, conspiracy. That's that. That's the big one. But um, it also touches on some some really real things that. I think we need to we need to discuss because it's happening whether whether we like it or not and it's going on all around us. So the the two things that we're going to be talking about mainly are another thing that everybody's talking about recently, especially in the conspiracy world. Uh, CERN, CERN, they just uh, reopened uh, with the bigger, better hydrogen collider. So we're going to be talking about that and then. The attack on the Georgia Guidestones. I'm sure there's some people that know what it is, but not everybody knows what it is. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And to preface, I really don't know too much about what's going on today. So on I'm either of excited. these, not really. I'm sure you've heard recently about the CERN thing. Yeah, I've heard a little bit about it, but I don't know like in depth. Okay, so it's going to be exciting. So I've been trying to figure out how. Which way, which one I want to start with, and I'm not a hundred percent sure, just because it they they are closely related, but they're kind of not. But I'm gonna try and piece it together so that way, if I can explain it to you, hopefully everybody else can get it right. Okay, so I think the best place to start would be with CERN because that happened that happened the day before the the Georgia Godstones. Okay. So for people that don't know what CERN is, it's a it's this big it's a giant it's a giant like tunnel, right? And they send particles shooting through through the tunnel at these amazing speeds and they try to collide these particles together so that way they can what they say is identify how these particles essentially gave matter to the universe after the big bang right so there's there's definitely okay my main my main concern about the whole thing in concern <laughs> <laughs> yeah my my main concern is the, i thought about it okay but while i was doing some research stephen hawking right he he even said this okay go to that note the other one Oh, uh, we exited out of it. Oh, no, 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 right there. Okay. In fact, in 2014, renowned scientist Stephen Hawking issued a stern warning in his book, Starmus, that the God particle may end up destroying the universe, a uh, concern shared by many other physicists. 
The main worry is that the creation of these microscopic black holes that would grow and eventually decay the Earth from its from the inside. Okay, so yeah, you're you're mm. they're taking these particles, they're smashing them together, right? They have no real understanding of the repercussions of that, right? They're just scientists trying to figure out the next best thing, right? But in reality, is that they could be creating these black holes, or possibly other dimensions. Now, that's the main the main uh, conspiracy. Right. I put up their mission statement or uh, their mission. It says to provide a unique range of particle accelerator facilities that enable research at the forefront of human knowledge. Okay. To perform world class research in fundamental physics, unite people from all over the world to push the frontiers of science and technology for the benefit of all. Huh. For the benefit of all, huh? You know, this is something that I keep seeing. It, it, we, we played it in the other podcast, but it's something wrapped in humanitarian. Oh, um, it's Jordan Peterson where he says, yeah, "What did he say though?" Nah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but it's it's this it's they're they're they do these things where they're trying to wipe out our population, but they're wrapping it in the sense of, like, we're doing better for the planet, right? And that's, like, a big thing that's going on with this anti-human agenda, okay? So, like I was saying, the big concern, the big concern is that they're opening these black holes, right, from a scientific point of view. That's the big one, right, that they open up a black hole and it just sucks in the entire planet. Or even worse, let's just say they actually do create some type of explosion like that would that would be the Big Bang, right? That could wipe out our entire universe, That that's crazy. Now, I don't think they'd actually Why do don't we do- have a say in this? Yeah, that's a thing. Right? Why? Something that can, like, literally take all humanity out. And I don't know. Is this a government operation or is this just like a, 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 like a single entity, right? Or a group of people? We need to find that out. Because if this is a government-run thing, that's dangerous. But if it's a private entity, like a company, that might be even more dangerous. I don't know. I don't know. Well, so the main concern, though, is that they're opening up these portals from a from a spiritual angle, right? the The scientific angle is, you know, black holes, but from the spiritual angle, that they're opening up uh, other dimensions, portals for who for the entities in the spiritual realm or this other dimension to come into this world. Now. That sounds crazy, right? But we have to we have to start looking at what the things around CERN. The first thing that I need to point out is the statue that they have in front of the the CERN building or one of their headquarters, right? Click on uh nope, next one. Okay, so that that right there that's a picture of their main headquarters, right? There's a statue of Shiva, right? Which is the goddess of, uh, like, death in the Hindu religion. Fact check me on that. The goddess of death Hindu religion. 
Kali. Okay, look up uh, Shiva. Who is Shiva in the Hindu religion? Uh, um, the supreme god. The great god, mm-hmm. the great lord, Bengin. This is like the beginning. So the this is this is this just points to that this whatever whatever they are the great god yeah so like the supreme god Shiva. Okay, these people, yes, they are scientists, but they... Oh, it's the god of destruction. Okay, there we go. I was going to say no. It was more sinister than that. God of ultimate reality, destroyer of evil, supreme uh, supreme being. Okay, my main, my main point in this is that they, they believe in something, something else going on, right? They, they're aware of these other dimensions and oh it was a gift so the um the statue was a gift from um india to celebrate its association with cern huh it was a gift from india Eh. so um shiva which is doing you see how like she's positioned uh-huh. So I guess it's her practicing a dance, which symbolizes... Uh, and look, she's kind of standing in a portal, too. Right, which is like a life force. So... so my, my, practicing like, the life force dance. What I was trying to say is that these that they are definitely aware of this other dimension, this other realm where these entities come through and they have some type of interaction with human beings. We're not going to touch on that specifically, what, what that they're could be doing this is all kind of speculation right didn't we already try to make a portal and god kind of dispersed everybody throughout the land uh, okay so there's a there's a the tower of babel yeah the tower of babel but there's oh, i forget what project looking glass they found the they found this computer that could show them all of these different perspectives in time if they put in these right calculations uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, see if you can find it. So they, yeah, so they found like this something in Iraq or something like that, right? And it just shows, you know, they they got some ancient technologies back then. Don't get me sidetracked on that. Yeah, don't get me sidetracked. Okay, so they're out. This is this this is in their main headquarters in the front now. This video shows them doing some type of ritualistic sacrifice. The person doesn't actually die, but they're they're doing it ritually. Five or six <laughs> dudes in black robes. Oh, no, no, no. There's more on the other side. One, Looks two. Like seven, and then eight right here. Okay. So these seven, it's dark they got these lights on five five to seven people in a circle surrounding surrounding this uh statue and this is a camera angle from somebody inside of the building recording this like somebody's you watching think this it was set up well so the official story is like that crazy. these crazy like she's she just 
they just derobed her, and now she's wearing white, kneeling. The The official story is that these are some prank scientists that are doing this. This is crazy. What the? She's laying down. All right, no, this cannot be real. It's no, 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 no. They didn't actually kill somebody right there. Okay, pause it. If you look at, um, if you look at, uh, what was that? Oh, wow. Uh, look up uh, Grove where all the world politicians meet. Look up that real oh, quick. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking. Look about. up that. Okay, they they didn't actually kill somebody on camera, but they they do these rituals in the sense of that they're still giving their energy to it. It's not that they're actually uh, what is that called? Bohemian Grove, right? Like there's there's an entire video where they show them going through this ritualistic sacrifice. The person didn't actually die, but they're going through the motions, right? They're they're putting their energy into that. And these entities on the outside force, they they get that. They get that energy, right? So that's the first video that I want to show you of CERN. Okay? That's in that was in the main headquarters. It could be fake. The main the main story is that yeah, it's some pranking scientists, but they're doing an investigation, right? That's a easy. That's so that's a, a real thing where they're actually doing an investigation on the scientists that uh, are doing uh, that. No, so they're doing an investigation to see if it was a legit thing, or if it was just a group of scientists that are, you know contributing to you know pranking the conspiracy theorists and saying oh they're doing rituals at the thing and it could be it could 100 percent be but if you couple with what they possibly could be doing on top of their opening ceremony now <laughs> yeah i mean you could literally play this through the entire episode i wouldn't <laughs> I, don't do that but you could literally do it, it this it really is all conspiracy it's it's speculation Right, but eventually. What is it when all the puzzle pieces? That's align? the point. It's like enough of it points to a certain direction where it's like something else is going on. So this is the opening ceremony for for CERN. Right, this is a fifty. It's like sixty minutes. It's a whole hour. So we're not going to go through the whole thing. I just want to run through it just a little bit. The very first thing is the, these workers, right? They're on this train and they're going through the tunnel and they're doing, you know, this this weird dance. Now, skip forward a little bit. Go back. Just uh, here. Let me see the keyboard. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Okay. The workers are then pulled up into these like hooks or whatever, right? Like some type of devastation happened. Where, where workers are left hanging from the ceiling, right? Look at that. What in the it's world? like, what does this have to do with colliding particles? So they put on this show? Yes, this is their opening ceremony. Okay, I'm going to skip forward a little bit. Then... Okay, whatever happened, whatever happened, they they cleaned it all up, 
And then this next train cart comes through with these people just in their underwear with powder all over them, splashing the and in the center. Everything's white too, which is crazy. And the center is this like angel with this dis like really disfigured face and these giant wings. What in the world? What does this have to do with particles? Okay. Was that a man or a woman? I don't know. That person had some B cups. (laughs) (laughs) Play the sexy music with this. Let me see what it looks like. (laughs) It's a whole lot more sinister. All right. So this is crazy. It has it has nothing to do with particles colliding. It's like what it. Are they trying to show us something? Okay, is this just an artistic piece? Turn this down just a little bit. But this why? Is just why would this have anything to do with, like, artistry? It doesn't make sense. And here's the thing, is that the whole setup is whatever this tunnel is, right? This is a, they're dancing for an hour? Yeah, it's a whole thing, right? I'm going to skip forward through. Worker went crazy, smashing. His arms turned into chains. They're trying to kill us. Is that a guy or a girl? I really can't tell. That's not the point of the video, <laughs> I Satan. can't stop looking. Just really strange. It gets even weirder. Okay, now this next cart. has all of like these people in like uh like grassy and somebody in a goat head grassy headdresses and something in a a guy in a goat head right satan the the main figure of, of what we in modern day society that represents satan we can say they have their own whatever but it's like this is that's what modern day society it's represented as right so this Right here is an African ritual where they invite these spirits to go under these headdresses and they dance and they spin around, right? And when they flip them over, there's nothing underneath them, but they're moving on their own. Okay, but watch what happens. Okay, they start they start doing it, and then this little white one comes out of nowhere, right? And it starts trying to get this thing off this bag. The goat head is still just dancing around. And this is just symbolizing the the spirits or the entities that they let through the the tunnel. Wow! Like it's just blatant. Like what else do you what else do you represent that as? Yeah, because dance is supposed to tell a story, and if this is the story they're telling, that's scary. This is kind of interesting, though. Yeah, I gotta skip for Yeah, and then, like, they start doing, like, this thing where they're carrying all these antlers. 
And, like, it's just weird symbolism that it doesn't... Unless you're really into, into like, mysticism and, you know, this stuff doesn't make sense. But it's like they're showing you these blatant... I wonder what people in the crowd are thinking, like, oh, this is so cool. I'm sure there's some... And now they have the lamb. They have a they're carrying a lamb around with all of these branches. That's insane. We really got to sit down and watch this entire thing. I watched a lot of it. I'd be interested. In so the it. the final of it is is that this scientist, right? He I don't understand Swedish, so I don't know what he's saying. But by the end of the by the end of it, right? They all start, it brings new technology, right? And that just ties in with ancient civilizations having having this technology to where, you know, they were able to build these megalithic structures. Now it's 2022, right? We're getting all this new technology to where, you know, that's coming from these entities and these portals, right? Celebration. Everything's all fine and dandy, right? Whatever whatever we're letting in through these portals are actually here to help us. And the end of it. <clears throat> Merkel. And then it shows all the politicians riding in the train tunnel. Then this is the, I think this is the one from 2015. Right, pretty much the same thing, but a whole lot more symbolic with, you know, it's literally this. It's literally the same thing. <laughs> yeah. So the question is, is like, what are they trying to do? What are they trying to, oh, this, um, what is the, what is the, what, if they are opening up portals or they t- took us to another dimension, the, that's, that's a, that's all up for speculation. I don't believe we got trapped into another dimension, right? The big thing is, is, uh, the Mandela effect. You can turn this off now, right? They got, they got the dudes hanging from wires like they're dead. Like, what is going on? I don't understand how people live in this time and they don't believe in, like, God or anything in the Bible. Like, I look at stuff like this and it's like, how do you not see the correlation to the Bible. I see I see why people have their problem with a specific religion. I see why people have a problem with the people that make up that that religion, but not the religion itself. Well, no. I mean, okay, if we're going to have that conversation, <clears throat> I mean, I see why some people would be skeptical of the the Bible itself and like, you know, I even went through that speculation of it, right? But your 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 speculation was because of the people that taught you and no, no, how no, no, they no. taught you. No, no, no. It fully had to deal with like, well, where does the Bible even come from? And like the easy answer is like, oh, it was compiled by, you know, a bunch of white dudes sitting in a dusty room and like that's where and it was used to control society right that's the easy answer it's like uh, right by i the did a people. little that's what i'm saying by the people and not by the text itself okay. well that like i said that's the easy answer and most people go with that 
Okay. So I see why people are skeptical. That, that, so what I'm saying is, is I see why somebody would be skeptical of a certain religion, but all around us, just look around us. They are, they will show you and tell you, Hey, we're not just living in this material realm. There is something beyond and you need to be aware of that. And we all should be right. So, uh, whether CERN is opening up micro black holes or they're opening up these other dimensions, they need to be stopped for one, right? Yeah, we have no say in this, and I think that's so crazy. They could literally kill us at yeah if, nuclear if, if warfare. Anything, if anything goes wrong, right, and they send a part. Like I don't, I'm not a physicist, so I don't even know if this is possible. But like, what if what if a particle smashes into another particle and it sends it shooting in the wrong direction and it just blows a hole to the center of the Earth and then the whole world explodes? <laughs> I don't know. If that's a thing. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible, but they could do it. Possibly. Really. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't believe we like shifted into like a new time? So the the big the big discussion happening with the whole CERN thing is the Mandela effect. I, I'm not. I I am not a believer in the Mandela effect because I don't believe we were shifted to another dimension, but. There are some things that are a little crazy, huh? Yes. <laughs> so, like, my question is to you, did Curious George have a tail? That's the big one. For <laughs> me personally, that's the big one. See, I don't I remember, remember Curious, Curious George, George having, a having a tail. He carries his hat with the tail. I like to think that um, we get our like thoughts from other people or from other things. You know no, what I mean? I blatantly saw the thing. I saw it with my own eyes. Like another one is the Bernstein Bears. That one. Okay, so I my problem that I really can't put my full input into this whole Mandela effect is because I'm a terrible speller and I don't really read things to begin with. You know, I kind of just look at them and I right. take it for face value. Now, I I remember it being spelled S-T-E-I-N, but I remember saying Bernstein. The Bernstein Bears. The Bernstein Bears. That one, that one's not a big one for me. Well, what about what we saw at the grocery store the other day? What? Double stuff. Yes. <laughs> it's not spelled. When did they remove the F? The second F on stuff. But it would be double stuffed, S T U F F. How do you spell stuff? Stuffed. It's not. I'm not saying double stuff. But it's not double stuff. It's double stuffed Oreo. Oh, it would be double stuffed Oreo. That's what I'm saying. I think we collectively like think these things. Okay, but it's so. But even on the package, it's still written double stuffed Oreos. That is crazy to me. Or Looney Tunes. Was it spelled T-O-O-N-S or T-U-N-E-S? T-O-O-N-S. Wrong. It's actually spelled Tunes. And Jif and Jiffy. You remember it being Jiffy? Yeah. I remember it being Jiffy too. 
Monopoly Man had a eye had a monocle. No, I don't remember that. Yep. <laughs> yep. Actually, it did it. Yes, it did. Febreze, two e's. See, I can't one. get involved. The only spelling one that I can really get involved in is the Chick Fil A one and the hypnotic one. Okay, hypnotic had a Y. It had a Y. <laughs> or what about Pikachu's tail? Yes, it had the. I'm not a. I'm not a Pokemon fan, but I, I don't remember Pikachu's tail having black on it. It's because you're born after ninety five. No, I remember their stuffed 95. animals. I remember people putting it on stuffed animals, and that's what I'm saying. I think we're mixing things up because there are people, and there there are certain products where they do put out things like that. Or in different uh, scenarios, you know what I'm I talking mean, that about? might be possible with the Pokemon. But I think that goes along with a lot of things. Like Kit Kat, do you remember Kit Kat having a hyphen? See, the, those I can't get involved in. People are saying the um, there was a hyphen in Kit Kat. When it was just Kit Kat. Yeah, but that could be people. Or Yeah, the Fruit of the Looms one. The Fruit of the Looms one is crazy. Bro, there was definitely a cornucopia in the Fruit of the Looms logo. I don't remember that. I remember. I remember like it was yesterday. I remember <laughs> going in and pulling open my third drawer from the top, looking in and seeing the cornucopia on the Fruit of the Looms. <laughs> I don't remember what, uh, like I said, I don't think we were shifted into another dimension, but it's a phenomena that's happening, and I but don't know what it, it means. Is it a phenomena, or is it just us not being completely aware? That, because we're, that is a phenomena. Well, I just think we're kind of dumb in a way. Like, we don't pay attention to these things. Most of these things are passing. That's why when you read, when you read, you're only getting the first two and the last two. Of the word. You already know the word. I, I, That's okay. kind of like what I it is. I called myself out on the spelling ones. No, I'm saying that kind of correlates. Like, the way we read, we only pick up the first two and the last two. Like, Curious George we're not, had a tail. We're not paying attention to the Fruit of Looms. We're wearing underwear. We're not looking at the cornucopia on it. Like, okay. the, none of this is brought to our attention. I was a fat kid, okay? And I remember... So you paid attention. Yes, I had to pay attention to the size of the underwear I was picking out. Because some of them were too small. <laughs> Okay. Now, or it could have changed. Some companies changed their logos. They said it never had it. It had it. Are you sure it wasn't like certain products? Curious George had a tail. (laughs) Curious George did not have a tail. It's a phenomenon, and I don't know what it is. (laughs) It could be we are just having all like okay. It's like. If, if a million people could watch the same car accident, right, we would all be looking at it from different perspectives. But um, there would be yeah. people that a, a large amount of people, 500,000, let's just say 500,000, uh, 500, right? People all saw the same thing in another 500,000. Somebody is wrong and somebody is right, but uh, still, like, you There's get enough people in the same room saying this is what we saw, it sounds a little bit more exciting. But (laughs) it it sounds more intriguing. It sounds more mystifying. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's like we're all having a false memory. 
Right. That's what I think it is. There's a lot of false memories going on. Sadie, though, it's in my head. But I tell you what, there's a lot of things from my childhood, weirdly, that I remember that I go back and they say it never happened. Like Isn't what? Isn't that crazy? Like, I remember, so weird. I remember going to this little boy's house and um, he had he had his mom. He was a little white boy. He had his white mom and his mom's boyfriend was black. And then I remember that. And I remember him having a hammer and me hitting him on the head with it. And the guy came up to me and said that that was wrong. And we came home and I, I came in and my mom was watching a dog show. But my mom said that she's never had like a friend that I went over to play, to play with. So you murder a kid? No, I didn't murder him. I know that sounds so You hit weird. a kid with a hammer. But when I was little, I thought, like, <laughs> you know those toy hammers? Yeah. But I guess it was a real hammer. So you murdered a I kid? I didn't murder him. I think I hurt him because the guy said I hurt him. But bad? I no. I remember it being bad. All you see was bad. He wouldn't. How hard to, did you hit him with that? I hammer? don't remember. The, obviously, this never happened. But I remember it to the How old teeth. were you? I was really little. I would say like five. Hmm. Maybe what even are the four. psychological things that happen when you murder someone at five? <laughs> I did not murder anybody. I don't know you why I have that blatantly somebody. in my head. And I could see the guy and I could. Wouldn't I could it be just like it. a loving mother to I remember be like, the guy no, from you it, didn't murder anybody. But I, rem- I remember the boyfriend from it. I don't remember, like, Maybe he the murdered boy. the kid. That's kind of creepy. But I remember coming you. in, seeing my mom watching a dog show, sitting on the ground in front of the TV. And... Ooh, plot twist, your mom is murdering a dog. <laughs> no. And, well, no, this is true. I saw the Tooth Fairy, and I will stand by that. I'm starting to believe you. I will stand by that, and... I have, I wrote a letter to the fairy because the fairy told me that it needed help. And I told it to come into my hand and I could help it. And I didn't wake up from this because I ran all the way out and I told my aunt about See, it. See, this is, I would never, I would never my do dad that had the kid. My dad had the note and he lost it. He had it in his Bible, but he had the note that I wrote. And I remember after that, there's this part in our tree in the backyard that had like, you can kind of go into the tree underneath it. And I remember making What were you going to do to help a fairy? I Well, I didn't know what she needed help with, so I tried to make her a home. So I would knit uh, these little blankets and stuff and put it in there for her. This was real. I'm serious. I would never. I would How never. How do we get off on this? False memories. Oh, yeah. Mandela effect. I think I think the the newest ones is the Chick-fil-A one. I don't remember it having a K. Ever. I remember months ago me telling you that. I'm like, Nate, when did Chick-fil-A have a K? Yeah. You remember, remember that? That was months ago. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't when CERN happened. I'm very observant. Oh, weird thing about the whole CERN thing is that when they launched that, when they launched the particle, right, their live feeds all had different dates and time. Like, they said one was recording in, like, uh, 
what was it, April 21st or something like that? So you guys are all scientists. You think you guys would be very accurate on, on your... Yeah, you guys <laughs> think you guys would be accurate on the same page. Especially and, with something this serious. Right. You guys don't think that something you guys could be messing with space and time, you guys should have the clock set right? You guys either are going to destroy the earth or do something crazy. You you make me a scientist, all right? (laughs) I guarantee you guys put... Listen, I don't... I'm not going to be able to figure out all the individual chemicals and stuff, but you guys put me in charge of a bunch of scientists. I'll get stuff figured out. You in charge of a bunch of scientists. Put me in charge of a bunch of scientists. I'll figure out world hunger and (laughs) cancer and AIDS. Three weeks. It's her name. Give me three, three weeks. weeks. I guarantee it. Without any political interference, I get the job done. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Nate is gonna solve world hunger. I listen. Cancer. Listen. Okay. You ever seen the movie Idiocracy? No. You never. Oh, Sadie, you really. Really Sorry. upset me. <laughs> You've never seen a single movie ever. Shots fired. Shots fired. No, no, no. Play the explosion because I'm about to lose it. How have you not? You had cable growing up. I had three channels on my bunny ears. That's what in I my had. room. Yeah, I got cable. I also played outside every chance I got. I didn't sit inside and watch movies all day. I don't know why. I don't know why. I had friends on the street. Here's the thing. All the boys on my street were all older. <laughs> I didn't have any guy friends. Like, there was three. So sad. I, I've always wondered what happened to them. Okay, so on my street, we're getting really sidetracked from, from the main point of the thing, right? Okay. Uh, I just like watching movies growing up. I'll just make it short. I'd rather watch a movie and hang out with my friends than... Uh, I don't know. What what do kids do? I don't know what kids do. Well, I used to get my rollerblades on, and there was like a little hill on our street. And when they would rake the leaves, the neighbors would rake the leaves on the corner. We would all get our bikes or scooters or our, our blades on. And go down really, really fast and then jump into the leaf pile. See, we had fun. I used to roll down a hill. I used to do that a lot. And then go in and watch a movie? No. I I went outside. (laughs) But it's like I also... You didn't go outside enough. I went outside a lot. And you want to live full time on the road? I'm catching up for lost time. When I I turn the light on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so... Confession, a lot of the stuff that I want to see is at night. I want to see the stars a lot. You can see the stars anywhere. No, no, you can't. There's literally a couple places where you could see them. No, 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 no. The only the only thing stopping you from seeing the night sky is obviously the weather sometimes, but it's the light pollution from cities. Yeah, you you're realize just, you're gonna you realize, go and you're gonna see them like oh nice. When we go stars. out to when we go out to. You're not going to have Don't an experience, be, like different experiences. You're being rude. <laughs> you're being rude. All right. 
You know, ooh, look at the stars. It's amazing. It is amazing. Especially when you don't have light pollution just clouding everything up. But it's five seconds of amazement. Five seconds? Wow, that is so cool. And I'm sure it is. All right, what do you want to do? Mm, I want to go hiking in places. I don't want to find, like, different waterfalls. Oh, just extreme. Five seconds of that. No, I could you're gonna jump go through in the all, waterfall. You're going to go through all the pain and the struggle of hiking just so you can go to a waterfall. That's how amazing things happen. Mine is simple. Happen. You walk out and look up. The most amazing things happen when you put in hard work and time. I'm a smart worker. Shots fired! Shots fired! I'm a smart worker, not a hard worker. Okay? Like I said, I won't be able to figure out the How many stars can you see? Sadie, what are you saying right now? What are you saying? Stop what you're saying. <laughs> you're going to go everywhere and you're, you're going to see the same thing. It's not the same thing. <laughs> I do want to see the uh, the lights in Alaska. That would be cool. I can't see that anywhere else. You're just mad because I'm cooler than you. You're not cooler than me. <laughs> You're not cooler than me. You're not cooler than me. Okay? I got references for days. Okay? You got... I jumped into a leaf pile when I was a kid. I did so much more than that. That's... Okay, so did I. I also did more things. You also went... You you did things, but you went places and then watched movies. Yeah. So what? <laughs> you went to those places and then watched movies. <laughs> no, I did stuff outside, like at my house. <laughs> it's okay, Nate. It's okay. We are so far off track. It's okay. No, stop with the music. <laughs> stop. Let's get on this crazy Georgia thing. Let's travel down to Georgia for a second. Do you like that transition? No. I did. I'm, so I'm mad. still mad. <laughs> Have you ever been to Georgia? Yes, I drove through Georgia. I gotta hold on. Let me take a break, just for because <laughs> you really upset me with a whole 15 minutes of us arguing about if I like to watch. All I said was that <laughs> you don't watch movies, and then you come after me saying all I did was watch movies. Do you even remember the movie you were talking about? At, during this conversation? Mm-hmm. Idiocracy. Okay. Tell me about it. If I No, that's not the <laughs> point now. We're going to talk about the Georgia Guidestones. We're not going to talk about this again. <laughs> Let's travel. Is down. that understood? <laughs> We're not going to talk about it again. <laughs> Are you hurt? I'm irritated. <laughs> All right, let's go down to Georgia. Now tell me no, about this. No, that's we're not doing the transition like that. Okay? My heart is beating fast. Okay? Let me figure out how we're going to talk about the Georgia guys down. What was I even talking Hold on, okay? Let me finish up with CERN first. So you really make me so <laughs> angry right now. All right, wrap up CERN. CERN is trying to open up portals. <laughs> 
trying to open up portals and write. Okay. Trying to open up portals. They have a, they have an ulterior motive. What is that ulterior motive? <laughs> okay. What did you say? We're going to go down to Georgia. <laughs> All right. So, let's travel down to Georgia. The next thing we're going to talk about are the Georgia Guidestones. The next day after CERN set off the the particle, right, the hydrogen collider, right, the Georgia Guidestones were attacked or blew up. Now, for those who don't know what the Georgia Guidestones are, these are pillars made out of made out of uh, limestone that they have this inscription of what is supposed to if there is a natural disaster that happens that wipes out the planet right these stones would be there for the surviving civilization to know what to do on how to guide civilization back to do to we, restore it. Do we know how this was like put up? Okay. Or so, who did? Y- yes and no. It's kind of the thing that makes the Georgia Guidestone so interesting is the kind of the backstory to it, okay? So there was this guy, his name was uh Robert C. Christian. That was an alias that he went under. His real name was never actually given during the whole uh, the time that it was being built, it was it was started in like 19, 1979 to nineteen eighty, right? And this guy, Robert C. Christian, goes to a a granite company, and he says that he's doing it on behalf of loyal Americans, right? Uh, hold on, let me pull, let me pull this up real quick. Do you want me to read you the English? Uh, stone? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Because. Okay. Um. So when he went, when he went to this granite company, he said that he wanted it to, uh, to function as a compass, a calendar and a clock and should be capable to withstand catastrophic events. Christian said he wanted to the granite monument uh, that could rival the British Neolithic monument uh, Stonehenge, right? Uh, drawing inspiration from it, from the structure after a visit. So he went He went to Stonehenge, got inspired by what in the conspiracy world is definitely this place where rituals happened and they opened up whether... Whether physical portals or, you know, became energy sources themselves when they perform these rituals. Whatever it is, they perform rituals at this place. Now, he goes on. He wants to something to rival that here in America. Uh, so when he approached when he approached the company, the the dude called him crazy. He called him a nut. Like so, he overcharged him like two or three times in any other than uh, any other like project that this company had gotten contracted for, right? 
he comes back and he says, okay, yeah, fine, let's do it, right? And it would accumulate to about 300000 in today's money, which you kind of think about it. Like, I don't know how much people usually spend on, like, putting up monuments, but I don't know, I feel like 300000 is it's probably expensive, but not expensive in the big aspect. For limestone, I would say, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, I guess that is a lot, especially when you realize it's just like rock. But what he said was, what he said is why it was going to cost so much is because they'd have to get special tools and they'd have to get like um, like specialists on the job. So, you know, they were going to have to charge more. But anyway, he comes back and he says, okay, yeah, we're let, let's do it. Um So after after they arrange the payments and stuff, he actually goes on to tell the contractor, like, yeah, I, I'm with this small group of people, and, you know, we've actually been planning to put this monument up for, like, 20 years. So there was a documentary. Um, well, okay, so before that, before that, there was a man who actually identified himself as Robert C. Christian in a book uh, called The Common Sense Renewed, uh, which explained the ideology of the Guidestones, and this is what he wrote. He said, I am the originator of the Georgia Guidestones and the sole author of its inscription. I have had the assistance of a number of American citizens in bringing the monument into being. We have no mysterious purpose or alter- ulterior motives. We seek common sense pathways to a peaceful world without bias for particular creeds or philosophies. Now, so there was a documentary called Dark Clouds Over Elberton, which is the the place where uh, the Georgia Guidestones are at in Elberton County. Uh, So Dark Clouds Over Elberton, the true story of the Georgia Guidestones. Um, uh, Click on, uh, scroll up. Uh, right there. So, uh, can can you put it on that screen? Okay. So, in this documentary, this the uh, let's see, what's the guy's name? The documentary, the Georgia guys tones. So they interviewed this guy Watt. Wyatt Martin, which the banker, he was the banker involved in doing like all the transactions for, for the project. So the, the guy in the documentary, he goes and he interviews this guy and really presses him to, you know, see some of the, some of the letters that were sent and, you know, the, the postmarks and just to try and identify who was, who was this person. Right. And it came back to, uh, this guy, Mister Mister Merryman, right? And the so he goes and he tracks down um, this Mister Merryman, and it comes to this house. Uh, let me see. On the bias of the patent application and political campaign finance disclosure, they identified physician Herbert Haynes Kirsten um, as the owner of the house at the return address, at least from. 1981 to 2001. Uh, the name Kirsten is a low German variant of Christian. A nephew of Merryman, 
Kurt Wyke told the filmmaker that Merriman and Kirsten had been friends. Kirsten was described as an arbitrary or no obituary. Described in, oh, described yeah. in his obituary. As a naturalist who was very involved in environmental and world population issues. And local historian Why uh, William Sales D Dion Doan. Doan told the filmmaker that Kirsten had been known as Fairy Well in the community for his views Fairly Well. In the I community for his views about population control. Okay. For his views on population control. He also related that Kirsten was racist to his fingertips. Okay. So these are these are the people that are suspected of actually putting up the Georgia Guidestones. Okay. Somebody who's described as being racist to the fingertips and heavily involved in community and about population control. Environmental and population huh. control. That kind of that kind of reflects kind of the stuff that I've been talking about the last couple of weeks about this anti-human agenda, right? So, back to the Georgia Guidestones. Okay, they do give all of like these different measurements of how to find the North Star and you know being able to track the time of day and all of that, right? When the Georgia Guidestones first came out. There was obviously a lot of speculation about what was the per- especially because it had such a mysterious background, right? At the time, nobody knew who Robert C. Christian was. Yeah, I thought this just popped up. I was like, what in the world is this? The Georgia Guidestones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, it was erected in the like 80s or 79, 80s. Um so the the what was I saying? The Georgia Guidestones. Yeah. Oh, so there was a lot of speculation about, like, what was the purpose, especially since they did have that mysterious background, right? It was, it, it did a lot of stuff that the ancient communities were doing as far as reading the solar system and, you know, knowing where the North Star was. And so when it first happened, you know, yeah, people come out and say that it was, uh, sun worship technology and well they didn't call it technology but you know a part of satanic sun worshiping and whatnot um so it definitely has it it's speculation but let's actually read what are on these georgia guidestones so there's so there's 10 basically like 10 rules okay which is crazy because it kind of is like the Ten Commandments. So, so this is the Ten Commandments of the New World Order. Mute me real quick so I can take a drink and then read read all those off. Okay, so the first one says maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Unite humanity with a living new language. Rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reasons. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Number six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Balance personal rights with social duties. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Okay. So, like I've been saying, the like 
the last couple of weeks is that they want to teach us that we are a cancer on this earth. 500 million? I'm going to get to that. But not a cancer, be not a cancer on this earth. It's funny that you mentioned it as the, the Ten Commandments. It's been called the Ten Commandments of the Antichrist. Yeah, that's why I said the New World Order. Yeah, okay. So part of, part of that anti-human agenda is dropping the population. Like I said, get rid of all the dumb poor people in their opinion. That's crazy though. 500 million? Especially we have like 7.3 re- billion people on this earth. Exactly. You know how much that is? No, I don't. Cut down? Not the math. No. Let's see. Go ahead. Okay. Guide reproduction. Here, move that. Uh, guide, re- guide reproduction wisely. Improve, uh, improving fitness and diversity. That's exactly what Hitler was trying to do. Okay. Uh, some of these are actually good. Uh, what was the one? Let all nations rule, internally resolving external disputes in a world court. Eh, I don't know about that. That means that there's like a center, there's like a center government for everybody, which I don't know how I feel about that. Um, what was number three? Unite humanity with a with a living new language. Okay, that's dangerous in and of itself. Okay, because a big thing about culture, a lot of it is derived from the language. You guys are going to wipe out culture, what actually makes all of us who we are. That's dangerous. Okay, rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason, right? Now, you add the all things with tempered reason, it makes it sound good. But rule, rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. You don't think you think it's a good idea for whoever the last 500 million are on the planet to be ruled by for their passion and their faith and their traditions to be ruled. Protect people and nations with fair law and a just court. I'm with that. I like that. Uh, Oops, sorry. Uh, What's the next one? Let all nations rule. Yeah, that one was good. Avoid petty law and law on useless officials. I'm with that. Balance, sleepy Joe. Balance powers, rights with social duties. What does that mean? Yeah, I was reading that earlier, and I was trying to think about that. I don't know what that actually means. Balance personal rights with social duties. So your social, your personal rights and your social duties have to match up. Yeah, but what does that mean? Hmm. I, 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 That's a hard. It sounds it sounds too complicated for them to start making laws about it. Okay, uh, prize, truth, beauty, love, seek harmony with the infinite. What does that mean with the infinite? God. Okay. Right. Truth but is a good one. What what God are they serving that they want to wipe out half of the population? That's more than half. You're talking about like 168 percent of. Seven point three billion. Be not a cancer. That's the scary one. Like I said, I I've said it before, right? It is literally written on the Georgia Guidestones. They're trying to make us believe that it, the world would be better off if 
we weren't here. What kind of what kind of society is that that we want we want those types of people to be in charge? What's the leave room for nature? Leave room for nature. Why was that said twice? Is it because the guy was an environmentalist? I think it's crazy that like the first one is to drop down to five hundred million in the la- and it says in perpetual balance with nature, and the last one ends with leave room for nature. These okay, so the idea was that this person aren't we RC nature Christian? Aren't we nature in itself? We're natural. We're yeah. beings from the earth. Okay, but this guy, this guy RC Christian, there there's speculation that he was part of this secret society called the Rosicrucians. Okay, the Rosicrucians were this what you would call more of like a a Gnostic Christian, right, where they believed in all of this mysticism, right? And so a lot of that kind of correlates with uh, not witchcraft, but I, I, what would you call it? Naturalism, right, where, where they're doing, where they're practicing, you know, mixing herbs and spices and making potions and whatnot. Yeah. So, like, uh, there, there's that aspect of that they, they were some type of uh, not Satan worshippers specifically, but some type of we got a new, we got a new dog. Well, my grandpa or my uh, my dad did. He got a he got a new dog, so he's here. And he, that's the scratching you. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so there's, there's speculation that this guy was part of some secret society, right? And so that, that kind of leads me to my, to my last and final couple points, right? A lot of this stuff already sounds crazy from the very beginning of the CERN to the Georgia Guidestones, right? They, they, they were attacked on June, uh, hold on one second. I got it right here. Uh... Wait. Wait. Okay. So the they were they were attacked on March twenty second, which is uh three two two. Okay. What I was saying a second ago is that a lot of this stuff already sounds sounds crazy, right? It's like th- there's this there's this weird conspiracy, this weird group of people that are controlling society and, you know, putting this blatant information right in front of our face. And the the skeptical person can literally just write it off as, you know, humans are just humans. They do weird things or, you know, whatever. But it's like eventually we got to start piecing the puzzle together and really see what see what the picture is right now or actually pay attention to the picture they're already painting and there's and there's there's clues all around us now this happened on 322 okay 222 yeah 32 well yeah yeah 22 but it was march 22nd okay okay yeah uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. That's when the Georgia Guidestones were put up on March 22nd, 322. Now, look up a picture of Skull and Bones Society logo. 
You didn't you didn't click it. Skull and Bones logo. Okay. What is what is that number right under their logo? What what is that for? That's a that's part of their okay, so the Skull and Bones Society, it's a it's a secret society that was started after the the Knights Templar, right? And they're one of the one of the main secret societies in America that have been speculated to, you know, controlling political parties and uh the Brotherhood of Death. Yeah, so, you know, there's a bunch of different, so they call, you know, Skull and Bones, uh, the Order, the Order 322, right? Now, why Ooh, these... formed in 1832. Why these secret societies are, you know, around, couldn't, I mean, I have my, I have my speculation, but the, the, why they put this blatant information in front of our face that's up for a lot of speculation, but I believe they have to because it's part of this um, this karma belief that they have, right? It's like if they if they just tell you blatantly what they're doing, they kind of and, and we allow it and we accept it, right? Without without any type of moral repercussions on their end, they get out of that that karma, right? That they get out of that. A cosmic repercussion for their sins, if you will, right? So they put stuff blatantly out in front of you. They tell you the truth right there in front of you, but they disguise it, but we all see it. We all know the truth, right? So the the number 322. Uh, the guy, okay, so what I was talking about with Skull and Bones as far as having controlling political parties, George Bush and uh, John Kerry, both of them were part of Skull and Bones, right? Do you remember? Do you remember George Bush and John Kerry? Kind of. I was really young. Okay, both of them. The the they were both in this secret society, right? And a lot of presidents are. There are a lot of them, are, and politicians in general are all parts of these secret societies. They both got questioned on what are the chances that you know. Two people from the secret society are running for president. That guy dies, okay? In their report, they were very specific to let people know that the ambulance found him at 322, which is the reverse of 223, right? The skull and bones. No, the skull and bones or, was yeah. 332, so the reverse would be 223. Right. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was the reverse of that. Okay? Now, it's a little bit of a stretch, but it's a little bit interesting. Um, also, on... So this is this is kind of a, a, side, a side note, but it, it's, it's, one of those, it's one of those puzzle pieces that I think if we plug it in, it might work. It might not. We might have to take the piece out and really look at the picture again. But it's one of those interesting puzzle pieces. On June 28th, okay, which is 628, there was a award given to this vegan restaurant that created this 
human flavored meat, right? A vegan burger hyped for tasting like human meat wins award, right? That was on June 28th, 628. Now, uh, go to... Scroll down, scroll down on that other page over here. Scroll down, scroll down. Okay, so like I said, this is kind of a side thing, doesn't? But it's just it's it's these interesting coincidences, right? It's these things that they put blatantly in front of our face that we miss unless you know you're paying attention, right? So on June twenty eighth, six twenty eight, Second Kings. Chapter 6, verse 28 in the Bible, right? Read that for me. It says, Then the king said to her, What is troubling you? And she answered, This woman said to me, Give your son that we may eat him today, and we will eat my son tomorrow. Read 29. So we boiled my son and ate him, and I said to her on the next day, Give your son that we may eat. But she has hidden her son. It's talking about cannibalism. And so it's like we can we can write all of these weird coincidences off or we can really start to plug them into the picture. This whole thing with CERN that's going on and the whole Mandela effect, right? I think it's part of that part of that disguise of, you know, trying to make it it's like they they're Do you blatantly think they're getting us ready. That's it does what's talk been, about in the in the Bible about the seven years of tribulation, right? As in the days, as in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the last days, or something like that, right? This is exactly what they were doing during that time, right? Cannibalism. They also just, have a lot of celebrities coming out, like showing like videos of them eating bugs and stuff, talking about like during days of war how they would eat if they couldn't find food, they'd eat bugs. Oh, I saw this. I saw this interesting conspiracy that all you know how like this new fad is going on with like this high end fashion trying to dress like homeless. Mm-hmm. They're saying that the the rich are getting scared, so they're trying to blend in with you know the average population, mm-hmm. right? So that way, you know, you can't distinguish who is a rich and powerful person anymore. I don't know about that, but. It's an interesting theory. Yeah, that's crazy. So, I think they are getting us ready. I mean, they had this whole pandemic, and that, that was a test run. The toilet paper. I can't. I can't. That's a whole. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. My whole point in, in this whole podcast, specifically, right? I I don't know if I said this at the beginning, but like these types of podcasts, these are my favorite podcasts because I really do just think it's it's interesting just to see what's what's going on, what are the possibilities, and as far as the whole CERN thing, from a scientific point of view, I'm still worried and nervous, but it's pretty cool that they're that they're discovering new particles and all that whatnot. But it it's still is still like worrisome. I don't know if we should be doing that, at, especially at this point in time in our human evolution or whatnot. Okay. But when you look at the rituals that they did and the, the opening ceremony, it's like something else is going on. It's not just a, uh, it's not just them colliding particles. They, they're, they're trying to do something else. Okay. 
And the Georgia Guidestones, as far as it being connected, the idea is is that this these people that are running things like CERN, they have an agenda. They have an agenda to wipe out the population of 500,000. And how are they going to do that? It could be by bringing in these entities from this other dimension to plague us, whether it's through, you know, uh, famine or disease or whatever else because they, they might have some type of technology i mean in all honesty with where america is at right now okay we're half of the half of the we we haven't even talked about this on the podcast but as far as all of those uh food manufacturers being shut down and being burned down like what's going on with that right but we, we should talk about that someday because, I mean, that's that's pretty crazy, especially when you think about all the food shortages that's going on. Um, but, yeah, it's a it's it's all interesting. It, we can I think we should all just stay awake and be aware. That's why I really like these podcasts is because it kind of it, it brings a reality check in kind of a fun way. Right. Is all of that stuff just some type of big coincidence? Right. The, the the fact that, you know, the Georgia Guidestones came out on the same day that the Skull and Bone Society, like all these secret societies had their inner workings, and I don't know. It's just all interesting to me. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. <laughs> we still need to do the Pfizer documents. We still have to do the Evolution podcast. We got a lot going on. Yeah. And you have a new schedule now. You're not babysitting anymore. So hopefully our podcast will start coming out Mondays. But thanks for listening if you listen this far. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Right, boys.